In this episode, we're going to talk about how Trump's indicted and nothing happened. Social media is a cancer. The only one that could change you and validate you is you. And the bipartisanship is leading us to a civil war. I'd like to welcome all the old delinquents, as well as all the new. My name's Sarge, and this, 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 this is the gray, gray area. Humans are such easy prey. This isn't funny anymore! This podcast is brought to you by CaresNone.com, C-A-R-E-S-N-O-N-E.com. It's a vibe, it's a lifestyle, it's a choice. Hit them with the CaresNone, be dope. Go to CaresNone.com, check out the clothing line, check out Chris CaresNone, check out his social medias, check out his podcast. I promise you won't be disappointed, and if you want to get something, if you want to wear something on the line, use code SARGE, S-A-R-G-E. Two zero and you yes you get twenty percent off. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. So he was arraigned today. Trump showed up the fourth of April, twenty twenty-three. It has never happened in the history of ever. Blah 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 blah. No one cares. Okay, this guy's been hunted since twenty fifteen. Oh, he's been indicted. This has never happened to a former president, sitting president, president ever. Nixon got pardoned. Bill Clinton got reduced or something, impeached and then passed. Whatever. Who cares? Who cares? This is so stupid. He was indicted a week ago. What were the charges? Oh, we're not going to tell you the charges until this week. Well, here we are. Trump leaves yesterday, shows up in New York today goes to his arraignment, takes pictures with the cops, and nothing happens. Nothing! They have nothing on this man. He pleads not guilty to 34 charges. 30, 34 charges, which, by the way, were misdemeanors if they were even a thing. He didn't do anything wrong. And they were elevated to felonies by the district attorney of Manhattan, Alvin Bragg. This guy has no idea what he's doing. He wants to take felonies like assault and battery and crimes where you serve a prison sentence. And he wants to reduce those to misdemeanors. But he wants to be politically biasedly motivated to take Donald Trump. This is how he got elected. He's like, I will go after Donald Trump if I'm elected. That's what got him elected. So he's using the justice system and he's politicizing it to go after the leader of the Republican Party. This guy is most likely, Donald Trump, is going to get the nomination for the GOP. And they want to stop him at all costs. At all costs. You know what he did? Nothing wrong. Absolutely nothing wrong. Was he arrested? No. Was he handcuffed? No. Was there a mugshot? No. He went to his arraignment. He was in there for 10 minutes. The, his lawyers, he's got like four lawyers sitting with him. They're all smiling because they know it's an open and shut case. I'll be, I'll, I'll be surprised if the judge goes forward with it. He's going to dismiss it because there's nothing there. Nothing. 
And Alvin Bragg comes out after the arraignment and is like, this is what he did. And gives zero evidence. And says a crime of using business falsifications and using donor money and using uh, uh, his funds from his campaign to pay off a prostitute. No! Billionaires don't need money to pay off prostitutes. Okay? This is stupid. The, the DA before Alvin Bragg was like, we can't touch this. There's nothing there. 34 charges, and he goes up there with his stupid little clipboard. He's like, he paid Stormy Daniels $130,000 in hush money. That wasn't hush money. That was a non-disclosure agreement. What, what are the other 33 charges that you have? Apparently, it's like business, campaign, finance, hush money, shell companies. I don't believe any of this shit. Any, if there was any validity to any of this, he would be in prison a long time ago. There's nothing. He flew in yesterday. He stayed in Trump Tower. Like I said before, no arrest, no handcuffs, no mugshot. He was buddy-buddy with everybody that was watching him. The cops were taking pictures with him. And then he took his private escort after the arraignment back to the airport, back to his private plane, and back to fucking Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida. Pardon me for talking in text, but this man is innocent AF. There is nothing happening here felony counts. Trump charged with falsifying business records and apparently he signed a check or whatever. What are you talking about? How is this a felony? You know why they want it to be a felony? I don't think felons can become presidents. Is that even a thing? I don't know. Let me look it up. And uh, through the magic of editing, I have returned. Can a convicted felon become a U.S. president? Former President Donald Trump was the first U.S. president to be impeached twice. He was also the first person to be elected to the nation's highest office with no prior military or political office experience. Could Trump also become the first convicted felon to be elected president in American history? Let me cite my source real quick before I get in trouble here. This is from politics under AMP or something like that. Here we go. Anyway. Uh, a Manhattan grand jury voted on Thursday to indict, last Thursday, to indict the 45th president while the specific felony charges remain sealed, which is weird. The indictment follows an investigation into payments made during Trump's 2016 presidential campaign to silence claims of an alleged extramarital affair. Okay, so he was arraigned. So the question is, but can he legally be elected if he is a convicted felon? The short answer is yes. The United States Constitution states three requirements for serving as president. Being at least 35 years of age, natural born citizen, and having been a U.S. resident for at least 14 years. There are no provisions in the Constitution regarding a presidential candidate's criminal history, meaning an individual who has been charged or convicted of a crime is not barred from holding the highest office in the nation. Well, there you go. So what the fuck are we doing here? You guys are trying to paint this man in a bad light? Dude, his cult already thinks this man is like the second coming of Christ already, to a certain extent. If you got a mugshot, that would have been on every shirt. It would have been so much publicity. Negative publicity is good publicity, ladies and gentlemen. You would have had Democrats with this mugshot on it. You would have had freaking patriots and MAGA and Republicans and conservatives with the mugshot. That's why they didn't do the mugshot. 
This man has gone up in the polls ridiculously because of this fake... That everyone knows now. If you voted for him in 2016 and you didn't vote for him in 2020, you're going to vote for him now in 2024 because you know this is a witch hunt. If he was guilty of something, he would be in prison. No one can name anything. You just ask these ignorant motherfuckers this question. Should Trump be in prison? The answer is yes. And then you ask them why. And they can't tell you shit. Oh, because he's a racist, bigoted, misogynist. Okay. What? How is, how is he any of those things? Prove these things. Is he egotistical? Yes. Is he rude? Yes. Is he overly confident to the borderline of being conceited? Yes. But what rules did he break? What policies did he break? What laws did he break? He didn't. He didn't. Did he pay Stormy Daniels money? Yes. Was there an extramarital affair? We don't know. Even if there was, she took the money to shut the fuck up. You could do that. You could pay someone as a businessman. And for, I am a billionaire. You know something that I don't want to be out in the open. Or you say shit that isn't true, that I don't want to be out in the open. I'm going to pay you $130,000 to shut the fuck up. If you take the money, you have it. It's your money. But you can't talk about this anymore. It's called a non-disclosure agreement. This isn't hush money. It's a law-binding contract that she broke and she's cashing in. Look at every post that she does in the past week. I have candles and I have pictures and I have signed autographs and justice for Stormy. Shut the fuck up. You peaked in porn. That That is your... That is your legacy, Stormy Daniels. A billionaire fucked you. Maybe. Possibly. Or a billionaire gave you thousands of dollars to shut the fuck up. And you accepted it. And then you went against it. You're the one breaking the law. Not Donald Trump. This is a wash, ladies and gentlemen. An absolute wash. The man's on a plane. He's already back in Florida. Sipping whatever drink he wants to. Touching whoever the fuck he wants to. Grabbing whoever the fuck he wants to by the pussy. Why? Because they let him. Because they love him. They absolutely fucking love him. His wife loves him. His family loves him. Don't say anything about this man being anti-Semitic or racist. Because he's going to release a book. And that book is all the letters that were given to him by world leaders and celebrities and politicians of every race, religion, gender, and sexual preference before he decided to run for president when everybody fucking loved the man and now they don't. Why? Because he is in the way of them trying to control you. That's it. That's it. They're not after Donald Trump. They're after us. And the only man that is standing in the way is Donald Trump. They do not want him to be the president of the United States. So much so. Oh, he's about to speak. The president's about to speak. He's already back in Mar-a-Lago already. Um, Yeah, so we're waiting for that. We'll see. We'll we'll go into that when that happens. Um, Target acquired. U.S. strike kills ISIS leader in Syria. Well, how many? Congratulations. How many freaking ISIS leaders are there? Jesus Christ, they're like roaches. Oh, you killed us, but we will come back, and then we will come back, and they will come back. They're like fucking rabbits. 
There's always somebody there to take the next fucking step. Anyway, so he's in Mar-a-Lago, and they don't want him to be fuck. They don't want him to be. No, they do want him to run again because they think Biden could beat him again, even though Biden probably didn't beat him the first time. But they can't cheat the same way twice. They don't want. They don't want Ron DeSantis, which is why Democrats are doing the same shit that they did last time in the 2022 election, where they are endorsing MAGA. They are pushing MAGA and going against people that are detrimental. Like Ron DeSantis would beat Biden, apparently, according to the polls. They want Donald Trump to be the nominee. They don't want Ron DeSantis. So they're pushing Trump and they're going against, they're attacking Ron DeSantis, even the Dems. So when our Republican Party, the GOP, when Trump and anyone that is conservative, we are splitting our base right now. So Trump should not be attacking Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis should not be going after Donald Trump. We should stay united like the hive mind that is the Democratic Party. Unlike the Democratic Party, though, we still have free will and open mind. They just say, you know, they just look at somebody and that person says, vote for this person. And they're like, okay, we're going to do that. We need to stay united in the party. Whoever ends up being the nominee, great. Fan-fucking-tastic. Let's vote for them. We could go Ron DeSantis. We could go Nikki Haley. We could go Donald Trump. We could go Tulsi fucking Gabbard. I don't give a shit. Until we get to that point, we shouldn't be fighting amongst ourselves now. Let them weed it out. Let them fight it amongst themselves. We're not splitting the goddamn party like it's 1912 with Woodrow Wilson and fucking... uh, Or is it Taft? Yeah, Taft and Theodore Roosevelt. Basically, long story short, cliff note version is this. In 1912, the GOP split. The grand old party split. Taft and Theodore Roosevelt. So we had three main runners. So Woodrow Wilson ended up winning the presidency because we couldn't get our shit together. And if we split the party in 2024, there is no fucking chance that we're going to win. Even against this idiot block of wood zombie motherfucker that doesn't know where the hell he is. Who wants to make jokes, you know, before talking about gun reform. Who wants to talk about chocolate chip cookie. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Joe Biden, Dr. Joe Biden's husband, and I like chocolate chip ice cream. Let me talk to you about gun reform and mass murders and AR-15s. We did it in 1994, and we'll do it again. Shut the fuck up. Didn't work in 1994, idiot. All right, all right, all right. Enough about that. Let's talk about Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney is a man that dresses up like a female child who has an Audrey Hepburn fetish. It is a problem. But Bud Light decided to say, you know what? Let's let's take our blue-collar workers our hard-working men and women of America, the backbone of the working force that is the main contributor to the people that drink our beer, and throw them under the fucking bus for a trans man in a bathtub talking about March Madness, not knowing what it's about. Here's that. Hi. Impressive carrying skills, right? I got some Bud Lights for us. So... I kept hearing about this thing called March Madness, and I thought we were all just having a hectic month, but it turns out it has something to do with sports. 
and I'm not sure exactly which sport, but either way, it's a cause to celebrate. Oh, my God. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. Check out my Instagram story to see how you can enjoy March Madness with Bud Light and maybe win some money, too. Hard pass. Love ya! So, this 28-year-old man ridicules women all over the place. Oh, I just became a woman last year. I'm celebrating 365 days of womanhood. I'm going to pretend that I am every fuck not even pretend. Maybe this is real. This dude is acting like a woman that is the stereotype bad trope of every possible conceived thing that you would think of of a woman. Like they don't know what basketball is. They drink beer with their pinkies up. They have no idea what March Madness is. Oh, I had a hectic month. Was that a menstrual joke from a trans woman dude that's 28 years old that has no idea? You know who else sponsors? You know who else sponsors Dylan Mulvaney? Tampax. Where? Where the... Where? Where is it going? Please tell me where the fuck that's going. This guy has so many freaking sponsorships because everybody wants to have their hand in the cookie jar of the lgbtq community because that's the woke thing to do right now a 28 year old man dressing like a little girl with an audrey hepburn fetish that's it that's what we want that's the way we're going fuck the working class yeah yeah those commercials with the clydesdales and the horses and the farmers and the oil rigs Fuck that. We're going to go to a trans man in a bathtub in a bathing suit. This is this is the marketing ploy? This is the, You're going to make money on this? The return's going to suck. Everything that I've seen on social media right now is people not drinking Bud Light anymore. I had two Bud Lights left in my fridge. Am I going to throw them down the drain like I've seen thousands of people do or burn my Bud Light shirts? No, I can't. Because I respect Bud Light for what they were and what they used to be. The Clydesdales. The 9-11 commercial. Spuds McKenzie. Okay? I can't. I'm not just going to give it up. Alright? I'm not going to go to Coors Light. I just want them to get their fucking shit together. M&M's did this thing. Everyone's trying to go woke. It's not working. Social media is an absolute cancer. This is not the right trajectory for society in America. This is not the way we should be going. Let him be whatever the hell he wants to be, okay? He's over the age of 18. He's a grown-ass man. If he decides that he wants to be a woman, so be it. But to slap your main patrons in the face is an absolute joke. You think Dylan Mulvaney drinks Bud Light? No! Bud Light is a fail. This is a fucking fail. This is stupid. M&M's did it. Fucking failed. Coke did it. Fucking failed. Bud Light's doing it. It's going to fucking fail. Their stock has dropped significantly in the last 24 hours due to this stupid bullshit because wokeism is the way to go. We're going to make money on this. We just got to let society know that we also care about the LGBTQ community. Who doesn't care about the LGBTQ community? Everybody's allowed to be whatever the fuck they want to be. To an extent. Once you're 18, fine. Do what the fuck you want to do. Stop shoving it in my face. If I don't get your pronouns right, fuck off. I'm not doing it on purpose. 
being trans is not a flex. I don't... I don't need to give you validation on your pronouns to make you feel fucking better about yourself. If you're going to go on social media dressing up like somebody you are or are not, and you demand respect from people that don't flow that way, we're not the assholes you are for shoving it in our goddamn faces. Do whatever the fuck you want. Mind your own goddamn business. Keep it out of my fucking kids' faces. Don't indoctrinate my kids. Don't try to fucking groom my kids. Okay? Because trans kids shouldn't be a thing. Trans, honestly, it's a mental disorder, in my fucking opinion. If you get to the 18, do whatever the fuck you want to do, okay? It's the mental instability. Nobody took care of your mental wellness and your psyche and your ego before they just started, you know what? Stop cutting fucking body parts off and double mastectomies and bottom surgeries and top surgeries what the fuck is wrong with people what the fuck is wrong with oh i'm in the i'm in the body that i want to be in now no the only thing that i disagree with when it comes to the lgbtq plus community is god gave you this gift god gave you this gender god gave you this biology and you think you can change it because you don't feel right in the head about how you are as a person. I always knew I was a boy. Well, guess what? You're not. I'm sorry. You're not. You could still do sports. You could still be a tomboy. You could still do things that guys can do. You could throw axes and you could shoot fucking guns and do whatever the fuck you want. But cutting off body parts isn't going to make you more of a man because you're biologically not. You're going to kill everything about you biologically to make your mind feel better? I don't... Your mind might be the fucked up part. Can we deal with that first? And leave the kids alone. If they grow up to the age of 18 and they want to pull an Elliot Page, let them, let them fucking do it. Or Dylan Mulvaney, let them fucking do it. But do not affirm shit at a young age. And states need to do this too. There shouldn't be surgeries for children. There shouldn't be gender affirming surgeries. There shouldn't be puberty blockers. There shouldn't be gender affirming healthcare or choices or counseling in school that the parents don't know about. That's indoctrination and that's going to cause a huge fucking problem. You want to keep doing that? There's never been a mass shooter that's been part of the NRA. Okay. But if you want to <laughs> but if you want to try to keep indoctrinating your kids without letting us know about it, you're going to end up having one. Uh Trump indictment real quick. Former president lands in West Palm Beach. He's back. He's back in Florida, ladies and gentlemen. He's not behind bars. So, yeah, social media is a fucking joke. It is a cancer. We see things on the internet all the time that has nothing to do with the validity of life or society. You're just sitting there like a fucking zombie. If you look at your phone right now, you'll see as you scroll up or your or your screen's black or it just turns on that because of TikTok or Instagram, all those hearts and likes and thumbs up, because you stay on it for so long, it burns that symbol on your fucking screen. You need to go outside. You need to do something else. Watching TikTok, I'm on TikTok, okay? I'm on it. I have over 14,000 followers. Is that a flex? No, it's not a flex. If it goes away, it goes away. I still got Clapper. I still got Facebook. I still got Twitter. I still got this. 
And I don't care. Whatever. I'll still be making videos and putting it on my Instagram. Follow it or don't. But I feel like what I'm putting out there has substance. A lot of this shit just makes you feel bad about your life. Like, oh, like this is what you were in a previous life. And it goes through a fucking three minute video of some stupid shit. Nobody knows what you were in a previous life. No one could validate what you were in a previous life. No one can prove that we actually have previous lives. Oh, choose a bed. Which one do you want to take a nap on? Why do we get caught up in this stupid shit? Oh, I choose number four. Maybe number five. This one looks good. What cabin? What cabin would you stay in if you had the choice? Oh, you just won the lottery. It's all fucking hopes and dreams and bullshit to remind you that you are not where you need to be now. You're like, oh, I would like that. Oh, I would love to do this, but I'll never be there. Why? Because you're watching fucking social media stupid shit all the time. Thinking about a life that you could have. Heads up, motherfuckers. Because I love you. And you love me. You could have whatever life you want. Just do it. Just go. Nike the fuck out of it. Cares none. Be dope. Go do it. Go. You don't have to watch four hours of television. You don't have to be on social media before bed. You don't have to just start flicking through your phone. You go to bed because you're tired and then you're laying in bed for an hour or two hours or two and a half hours. And you're like, oh, I can't sleep. No, you can. Just put the fucking phone down. Stop putting that cancer in your head. Just like certain foods are bad for you, certain apps are bad for you. I will admit that TikTok is probably bad for you. Put on some white noise or put on like a relaxing podcast or some nature channel or something like that. Put the fucking phone down. It is making us feel bad about ourselves. The only people that are going to change our lives for the better are us individually. No one is going to help you out. You'll have handouts here and there and nods and smiles and hugs and attaboys and you can do it and positive motivation from your friends. But you, you are the one that needs to go. You are the one that needs to make the move. The hardest door to open is the door to leave. That is it. Once you're out there, just keep fucking going. It doesn't matter if you're rich. And it, it doesn't matter about the material things in life. Those are nothing. Those are just, those are temporary. When you're laying there at the end, are you happy? You should not be laying there like, oh, I should have. I wish I could have. Why didn't I? You should be happy with the choices that you made. Life moves fast. My kid is about to be nine years old. I feel like he was born yesterday. This kid's going to graduate high school in eight years, pretty much. It's insane. It's insane. I can't... Oh, my God. He'll be, he'll be out of the house. He'll be out of the house in 10. You know what I mean? 10, 11. It, you never know. Live life to the fullest now. Make decisions now. I am lacking. I am lacking, and I'm trying so fucking hard. It's beating me down inside. I am fucking dealing with my own demons. And one of the strongest things about me, 
which makes me one of the most dangerous men on the fucking planet, is I deal with my own problems and I fucking solve them. I don't need validation from other people. I don't need other people to get me through it. I need motivation, right? I need people I need I need people to let me know that they care sometimes cuz I feel like I'm depressed and I'm doing all this for nothing and I my dreams are too high. Based on my personality test, I'm an ENFJ and I I I I want too many things to happen. And I could make these things happen, but I have to take all my free time all of it, almost, and and put it towards these things. And I'm not pushing enough. I didn't even do this podcast. I could have done this podcast like four hours ago. But I didn't want to do it. I was just sitting there like, oh my god, jelly beans. I love jelly beans. <laughs> I didn't want to do shit. I, I, you have to do it. You have to get up and you have to go. You just got to say, fuck it and move. That's it. Don't think about it. Don't procrastinate. Don't say, oh, I'm going to do this later. Don't be like, don't push it off till tomorrow. Do it now. Right the fuck now. Do it now. Do it right now. Don't try to schedule it and then push it off and then reschedule it and reschedule. Do it now. Right now. Now. If you have to turn me off and go, then do that. I'm completely fine with that. We are better than we are. We can be better than we see ourselves. We don't need validation from anybody but ourselves. If you're happy with yourself, that's all you need. You don't need validation from other people, whether you're, you know, LGBTQ, race, religion, gender, sexual preference. It doesn't matter. You don't need validation from other people in your politics or your life or your work choices to make you feel better about yourself. You need love. You need friendship. You need family sometimes. Yeah. I get it, but when it comes to your goals, your life, that's you. You do it. Do whatever you want. If it's crazy, it's fucking crazy. Just do it and be satisfied that you tried. Because you never know unless you try. Life is not about what you have in your pocket. There are two types. There are two types of rich people. Those that have everything and those that are happy with everything they have. I heard another quote today, or a couple days ago, that uh, the real men with heart die before the age of forty, but they're not, but they're not buried until the age of eighty. The sacrifices that men go through, and I'm not saying women don't go through sacrifices. I know, I get it, but men, fathers, dads. The work that we put in so our children could be happy. They don't understand the trials and the tribulations and the time lost with them so we could provide for them. It's fucking painful. It's fucking painful. Why do you think suicide's so high for men? Because we don't get to see what we want to see. We don't get to experience what we want to experience because we're too busy providing. We're too busy putting in nine to fives and overtime and working on the weekends when we should be with you. When we should be with our families. When we should experience what they're experiencing. Why are they experiencing it? Because you are paying for it. Because you are busting your ass. But you have to miss it. But in your head, there's a dream. 
You don't have to do this job. The only reason you have to do this job is because you need to provide for them. But this isn't your choice. This isn't what you want to do. You want more time with them. So what is the goal? What is the motivation? What is going to get you there so you can have more time to focus on yourself? Validate yourself and be with your loved ones. Do that. Get to that point. Strive for that. If you have to take baby steps to get there, great. Do it. Fine. A little bit at a time. You can't just one-shot it and hope for the best. You can't just buy a lottery ticket and be like, this is it. This is it. This is my this is my this is my dream. No. Stop putting your dreams in shit that isn't going to fucking happen. Okay? The probability isn't there. There is something you know how to do better than 90% of the people on the planet. And you should. And you should. If you have to go private, go private. If you have to go public, go public. If you want to start your own business, do it. Find investors. Use your friends. Don't use them, but use each other. Get there. Network. Socialize. Web out. Web out. Put your little feelers out there and see what you could do. You know what I mean? I don't know what your dreams are. I don't know. But I know you have them. And I know you're not doing it. And I know you're procrastinating. And I know you're not doing it. You're just satisfied with the redundancy of life. Be like, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do this. It's the same thing day in, day out. It's like fucking Groundhog Day. You know what to expect. It's safe. You have job security. It's not what you wanted in life, but it's good enough. Fuck that mind think. I'm doing that. It took me 11 years in the positions that I have struggled through. And I'm not I'm not talking about 9 to 5s. I'm talking about busting my ass. Fucking 100-hour work weeks. I was never fucking there, but I was providing. They are happy. They didn't understand the struggle. Oh, why aren't you here? What's going on? Well, I well, I separated. That's a problem. I separated from your mom. Sorry. I would have gone insane. Doesn't mean I don't love your mom. It just means you're better with us not together right now or ever. It's not going to happen, unfortunately. And I accepted that. And they're going to accept that. I'm not abandoning them. Eventually, they're going to see the fucking sacrifice that I put into this shit. Life is fucking hard. It sucks. Just because you got divorced doesn't make you a bad father or a bad mother. You're not a single parent. You're, you could co-parent. And if you are a single parent, you're busting your ass. What, you got two jobs, three jobs trying to provide? In a city that doesn't provide for you and you can't even leave the city because it's more expensive in the fucking suburbs? So you have to stay there? in a horrible neighborhood and keep your kids in a horrible neighborhood and you're trying to provide for your kids so they could go to fucking school but you're not there to guide them in the right direction so the street does it we do our best life is hard it fucking sucks the only person that is going to get you to your finish line nobody else's finish line it's not your family's finish line. It's not what your friends and family want for you to be the finish line. Your personal finish line. You are the only one that knows it. You are the only one that knows where you want to be, where you want to go, how you want to strive. So how do you do that? 
How do you get there? You know that. You're the one that gets you there. You're the one that can do it. No one else. So stop sitting on the fucking couch and just accepting what is and try to figure out what can be, what you want. You're allowed to want things. There's a difference between need and want. And there's a a difference between goals and dreams. Dreams are few and far between. It's probably not going to happen. Goals, if you hit your goal, if you hit your finish line, and then you push your goal back, and you had another goal, and you had another goal. You know how to achieve your dream? One goal at a time. One goal at a time. Because honestly, people that win the lottery, people that get social media famous, people that get, you know, famous overnight, that's not a dream. That's a fucking failure. You don't know what to do with all that influx of cash and all that material stuff. You're going to botch it. You're going to lose it. You know how many people make millions of dollars overnight? Whether you're a celebrity, an executive, you win the freaking lottery, something, social media, you don't know what to do with it. But the struggles that you go through in life to reach goal after goal after goal, if you push, I'm not talking about work either. Nobody fucking wants to do what they're doing. Nobody wants to do what they're doing. Teachers don't want to do what they're doing. They want to do it a different way, I'm sure. But they have, you know, district rules and regulations and school board rules and regulations. They want to teach a certain way because it's 10 times fucking easier, but they can't. I, you know what I'm saying? You you are your own person. You know what you want. You know what your goals are. You know where you want to end up. Nobody else has the answer but you. What are mine? I will tell you. I'll put it out in the fucking open. I have three books that I want to get going. The income is hard right now because Joe Biden's freaking economy is fucking killing me. It's killing me. It's killing everybody. I can't move. I have to live in a fucking shithole. I let my kids and my fucking ex have the fucking house because I'm not an asshole. I would rather live in a fucking refrigerator box than have them, you know, struggle. And I will fucking sacrifice tooth and nail until I'm fucking dead so they're completely fine. But that's not my goal for me. My priority is always going to be them. But what about me? Where am I going to end up when they're gone? Like when they're moved on and they're, you know, I've got fucking grandkids and I'm older and shit like that. I want to, I want to, I want to write a kid's book. I have a graphic novel. I'm writing a novel. I am dragging ass on these things. I need to be more proficient with my podcasting. I finally got a job where I'm working nine to five. And guess what happens? It stabs me in the fucking ass. I was going to be nine to five yesterday. And then I ended up having to go to a freaking refinery for 12 hours. So I work from like eight o'clock in the morning to one o'clock in the afternoon. And then I end up spending 13 hours in a refinery. Not my idea of a good time, especially when I was hired on a 40 hour, based on a 40 hour work week. I was hired based on a 40 hour work week. And then I put in fucking like 17 hours yesterday. That's a problem. I don't want to do that. I want to have my own influx of cash based on three books and my podcast. And I would gladly keep doing my fucking podcast. And I'm going to struggle and I'm going to do tooth and nail. I'm not going to do a fucking Patreon. I'm not going to have people send me money. I might have investors one day. 
I might have a food truck one day. Food truck would be badass. Not going to lie. But I am the food truck guy. I would be the guy that be like, here's the food truck. Here's my menu. I will hire a chef. I will teach you the menu. You're going to run the food truck that I bought. This is how capitalism works. This is how supply and demand works. This is how business works in America. I am putting in all the effort and all the funding for this food truck. You work for me. Congratulations. I will pay you an hourly rate based on what we agree to. But I'm going to get the majority of the fucking money. Why? Because I put in most of the risk. And it's all a risk. But I cannot risk not taking care of my kids right now. So I need to have the job that I do. So, in between that, when I have my free time, what do I do? I'll tell you what I do. I head towards my dreams. I head towards my goals. In order to reach my dreams, I gotta reach my goals. Little goals at a time. Write a page here. Write a page here. Save a little bit of money in, like, the fucking shoebox or something. Invest in myself. Invest in yourself, people. This 401k shit's not going to work. Especially if we end up going to a digital currency, we're fucked. And by the way, if you have a home mortgage and you check your home mortgage going, just check your home mortgage in like a month, right? And if it goes to a digital form of currency, your mortgage is void. You don't owe them shit. You don't owe them a goddamn thing. It's based on the U.S. fucking dollar. If they go to a digital currency... Fight that. I just just a fucking side note. I know I'm going off on a fucking tangent here, but the world is upside down and backwards. Like I've said a thousand times, the Democrats are ruining society and American culture. Joe Biden has no idea what he's doing. We're headed towards a goddamn revolution. We're trying to indict the lead GOP candidate for the nomination for 2024 because we don't like what he stands for. And what we say, we, I mean Dem, D-E-M, they do not want to be messed with. If you don't see that the Democrats are the party of totalitarianism, then you're a fucking moron. If it's, they have the whole mindset of conform or die. If you are not with us, you're against us. We run everything. Legacy, mainstream media, social media, Hollywood. You will do what we say. And if we go and if you go against that, we will silence you. We will label you whatever the fuck we could label you to make you seem like a horrible human being. Like Ben Shapiro, for instance. They wanted to call him an anti-Semite. The dude is more Jewish than Moses, okay? <laughs> <laughs> He's not anti-Semitic, okay? This guy is the most Hebrew of Hebrews when it comes to modern pop culture. I'm sorry to throw him under pop culture, but honestly, he's a face right now. So we're headed towards like some sort of national divorce, and it's fucking sad. It's sad. It's fucking... These Democrats have no idea what they're talking about. They want to talk about gun reform like it's not the person holding the gun that's the problem you think guns just go around with their arms and legs shooting humans because they can no it's the person holding the gun it's the person pulling the trigger it's the mindset of those people that are doing it so you're going to take away guns from law-abiding citizens and that's not the way to go you want to know how to 
protect children. I'll tell you how to protect children. When it comes to celebrities, when it comes to Hollywood, when it comes to mainstream media and executives and corporations and big wigs and politicians and Congress and federal buildings and the mainstream media buildings like CNN and NBC and Fox News. And you walk into these places and you see them and you realize they have armed security. Every fucking place, every person has armed security, secret service, capital police, private security, building security. Why don't we have building security for schools? We don't have building security for schools. Arm the fucking schools. Don't put guns in the hands of the fucking teachers. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying put private security in schools. You know how many school shootings there'll be if every school has private security? Fucking zero. They'll find something else to shoot up. Every building, every business should have private fucking security in my mind. That's that's how I fucking think about it. 100 fucking percent. You can show me a list of every school that's been shot up in the last 50 fucking years. Every mass shooting that's happened in schools over the last 30 years since Columbine. And I will show you every school that's had a mass shooting that now has private security in those schools. Don't show me a fucking list because of the failure of the school board or the district or the state or the government that runs it. The Second Amendment shall not be infringed, ever. Arm the schools. Put security in the schools. There's no mass shooter in the history of any fucking school that doesn't know where they're going, that doesn't research it, that doesn't scout it out. If they scout it out, and they will, and they see that there's armed security, and they will, guess what? The kids are going to be safe because they aren't going in there. But when they find the school that has a sign on the goddamn windows that says gun-free zone, guess what they think? Ain't nobody armed in there. I can do whatever the fuck I want. You think because criminals are going to criminal. You think because it says gun-free zone that criminals are going to be like, oh, I got to leave my gun out the door. I'm going to have to go in there with fisticuffs. No, you dumb bitches. Arm the schools, you stupid fucks. That's all I'm saying. All right, delinquents, take care of your kids, love your family, love your friends, but realize that once your kids get to a certain age, you don't owe them shit, but you will because you love them. But when it comes to your friends, when it comes to your family, let them fucking doubt you. Nobody, nobody in my family, no, I will say this right now. Nobody in my family listens to my fucking podcast. Nobody does. And I'm not even talking about those shit fuckers that... (laughs) I do curse a lot, you know, <laughs> you know, I catch it, I catch it every now and then. I'm not talking about like my brother and my sister and my mom and dad that have completely disowned me, me being the black sheep of the family. I am the Fenrir of the Norse gods, so to speak. Yeah, the one that's been backstabbed and betrayed so many freaking times. But I'm the one you want to go to in a bar fight, whatever. I'm even talking about my family now, my sons. And my daughter and my fucking, you know, ex-wife, whatever. Even my my girlfriend now doesn't even fucking listen to my podcast. Everyone's busy, you know. But I do have quite the following out there in the delinquent army, which is great. 
And I fucking love you guys for it. And I appreciate you telling your squad to follow my pod. Because I love you. And you love me. So thank you for that. And I know I'm not here. And I know it's sporadic. And it's spontaneous. And there's no schedule. I'm going to work on that. I know I've said this a thousand times. But I'm going to try to do better for you. Because you are part of my goals. You are part of my dreams. You are part of my aspirations. I am nothing without you. But I am something without you. If you didn't exist, it's still on me. Life is on me. Just like life is on you. If I didn't exist, you'd be listening to somebody else. And that's fine. We find ways to fill the gaps in our life. What we should not be doing to fill the gaps in our life is doing nothing and watching other people live their lives. That's not it. That's not the way to do it. We should not be paying attention to the dreams and other people living the life we want, so-called, or so be it. We will find our way to get to where we need to be, and we will find our own goals. And we will not be lazy. We will not procrastinate. We are the delinquent army. We do what we want when we want, because we can. We need to stop procrastinating and putting things off. We know what we are capable of. And we can do those things. And we will get to those places. And we will do it together. I got your back, baby. If you need me, I'm here for you. Okay. And I will see you guys next time. Bye.